Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, is with us. And, you know, between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders to perform in the top 10%. And what we try to uh, bring you time and time again on our shows are people who are on the cutting edge, who are doing different things that can help you improve, or if you lead a team or organization, help you uh, move forward and be a uh, top performer. And so let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. And the title of the show is What You Don't Know Is Hurting You. And it's also the title of, uh, of a book by Marion Brooks. And let me tell you a little bit about Marion. <clears throat> he is an internationally certified coach. He's a business leader. We're going to walk through some of the aspects of his, of his book. And he's had more than 20 years of experience as a corporate executive in the pharmaceutical industry leading a team to generate more than $900 million in annual sales. He has a BA in marketing and then also an MBA uh, in management. And uh, Marion has consistently been recognized for his outstanding business achievements, winning numerous industry awards, and he's an expert in emotional intelligence, corporate culture, and career development. I'm going to save a little bit more of, of his intro, you know, for him to talk a little bit about, you know, some of where he's, he's come from and how that's informed him, you know, in his book. But before we bring Marion on, let me say a little bit about, you know, our show, Leadership Development News here. We're one of the top five ranked business shows on Voice America. Um, there's with millions of, of listeners in 27 countries and, and we've had over a million downloads of our shows. There's probably, you know, three to four hundred of these shows now, uh, and these downloads have been over the last four years or so. So you can get the show live. You may be listening to this from iTunes, um, or you just, you know, Google it and have Leadership Development News, and you'll be able to hear uh, all these shows. So let me tell you a little bit about my co-host and uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg. She has uh, coached people in proven work-life strategies in positive psychology and then also the science of courage. She has been named the First Lady of Happiness and now the First Lady of Fearless Living by ABC TV. She's got numerous best-selling books like What Happy Working Mothers Know. She touches millions of, of lives you know, as an in-demand speaker, TV, and radio personality. She's also founded four different consultancies, you know, around leadership. She has a free iPhone app where you can see her uh, happy face called um, Your Happiness Now. And her latest book, based on emotional intelligence, is called uh, Special Operations. around, uh, it's actually the title is Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, and the special operations, sports athletes, and global executives have been the folks that she's been dealing with. 
and she has a fully integrated software platform to help you and your team become fearless leaders. And so you can get more information from that uh, at her website, www.fearlessleadersquiz.com, and get some more information about Fearless Leaders, Sharpen Your Focus, her key book. So, Kathy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Relly. I'm very excited to hear from Marion today and learn about the keys uh, that um, he's written so much about in his book. And before we get started, obviously, I'd like our audience to know a little bit about you. Um, not only a, a great coach, but a master level certified executive coach, a psychologist, obviously, corporate leadership and course, team trainer. For those of you who don't know, um, Relly, Dr. Nadler, brings his legendary expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, development programs, and to our radio show, Leadership Development News. Dr. Nadler's newest top-ranked book, Leading with Emotional Intelligence, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers across all industries. His Leadership Keys Field Guide is available on Amazon, and it's also an ebook and a free app, and you can get it easily by going to the App Store and downloading Leadership Keys. It has videos and lots of tips and tools. You can also listen to Relly with... Um, You know, your Psychology Today download, you can get all of his popular blogs, and he has over 200,000 reads, so don't miss it. Go back and read lots of interesting blogs on emotional intelligence, and again, learn more free tips and tools. Let me give you his very special EI Central site, and that particular site called EI Central has lots of free resources and tools, audios, and selected articles from many of his posts and from many of his experiences across industries, and especially his work leading, um, as we said, uh, leadership keys and also leading with emotional intelligence. So please text EI Central, E-I-C-E-N-T-R-A-L, to 38470, that's EI Central, to 38470, or you can also visit Relly at drrellynadler.com, all lowercase, no spaces, no dots, that's D-R-R-E-L-L-Y-N-A-D-L-E-R.com. So, Relly, I'm going to turn the show back over to you. Maybe you want to just uh, remind our audience why we do the show and um, I guess a little bit about uh, your relationship to Marion and, and how you guys met. Yeah. All right, great. Um, we're happy to do that. Thanks, Kathy. And Marion, we're going to bring you on in just a moment. And um, we, bo- we all, three of us, have an interest in emotional intelligence. Marion's book that we'll, we'll dig a little deeper into will look at his take on that and, and why it's important. And so let me just give you a couple things about why we're talking about leadership and emotional intelligence. So part of this is there's a shortage of uh, leaders in organizations uh, with the baby boomers retiring and the next generation, Gen X, taking their 
their positions, there's actually one less uh, uh, bodies, less minds, as the baby boomers is a bigger uh, population, and less Gen X. But not only that, is some of the research is showing that as the baby boomers retire, each of the successive generations, the uh, Gen X and the millennials, there's a little less emotional intelligence, you know, which is a base for leadership skills. And the only reason is because of technology. So think about this. You know, for every hour you're in front of a person or for every hour you're in front of your screen, be it your uh, computer screen or a phone, you're not really interacting with someone reading them or really having to kind of alter how you're expressing yourself. And it's that face-to-face contact that's allowed a dip in emotional intelligence. And so with leaders coming up, we're uh, focusing on that. And why emotional intelligence? When you look at how smart someone is, when you look at their IQ and then emotional intelligence, as the further you move up, the more you need emotional intelligence. And the research shows anywhere from 60 to 70 to, you know, as high as 85% uh, or more around the EI skills. And we'll get Marion to kind of talk a little bit uh, about some of that and and hear uh, his story. So, Marion, welcome to the call. Well, thank you. Good morning. No, it's great to to have you here. Marion and I know each other and Kathy also from the uh, College of Executive Coaching, which is really the only, as far as I know, coaching school that you have to have a master's or Ph.D. to uh, get in. So, Marion, um, we're going to uh, take a break and, uh, and then come back to you, and we have a set of questions that we want to really delve into your, into your uh, book that people can get on Amazon and, and other places, you know, uh, what you don't know is hurting you. So we'll be right back and we'll delve into it. You've been listening to Leadership Development News. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. 
Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We are having a delightful conversation with the author of What You Don't Know is Hurting You, Four Ways, to a phenomenal career. So welcome back to the show, Marion. I'd like to start off the conversation, and I'd love to have a conversation, uh, about you and who has most influenced you in your career. So for me, that would be my grandmother. Uh, she actually, her and my grandfather, stepped in to raise my brother, my sister, and I when our parents were unable to do so. Uh, and she really taught me a lot of great things, um, but the foundation of it was the uh, power of helping others and investing in other people. Um, she didn't have a lot. We didn't have a lot growing up. There wasn't always enough to eat, but there was always an opportunity in her eyes to help someone else. So anyone who needed something, the door was always open at our home. And my grandmother's, her grandmother was Native American, so her birth name is Sunshine. And she represented everything that Sunshine gives you, nurturing, opportunity, hope, growth, all of those things for me and many others. And based on that, um, you know, she passed away in 2007. She didn't have a million dollars when she passed away, but my objective through the book, and now we have a great foundation for foster children in honor of her investment in other people, is to touch at least a million people in the uh, memory and legacy of investing that she started. Oh, that's an amazing, that's such an amazing story. Oh, my God, I'm all choked up. <laughs> she was an amazing so, woman, I have to tell you. She really uh, she like really it. stretched what I thought was possible for me uh, early on based on who my parents were. 
uh, I was told that I wouldn't be anything and that I didn't have a chance. And she told me uh, one time I was crying because I had heard some adults talking about that, you know, oh, that's their son. He won't, he doesn't have a chance. And she told me, uh, I went to college. I was born in 1915 as a black woman in Texas, and I went to college. There are no limits on what you will and can do as long as you continue to work hard and believe in yourself. So that's the kind of foundation I started with based on Sunshine. That's huge. Phenomenal beginning. So, um, Marion, in hearing about your story and hearing about some of the experience you had with Sunshine and, and others, kind of led you to uh, it, part of where you're at uh, today. So, tell us a little, a little bit about kind of where you are at today, your professional background, and and then we'll get into um, more about your book. Okay. So, yes, I actually have over 20 years of experience in the pharmaceutical industry as an executive, uh, extensive experience in marketing and sales and training and development. And now, as you said earlier, I'm internationally certified as an executive coach. And what I try to do with the coaching is blend what I learned as a high potential, and we'll get into that uh, a little later, as well as my experience and now my experience as a coach to really invest in people as my grandmother did in me. So the reason I named the book What You Don't Know Is Hurting You is I've identified four key things that will accelerate or derail your career at some point. And as I coached people and mentored people, I realized that so many people were becoming victims of what someone else was doing or not doing and not uh, understanding how to own their own power. And so that's what I'm trying to do is really be a guide to help people identify the opportunities to own their power and to determine the destiny that they will have personally as well as professionally. When you think about the distinction between a high potential and a high performer or somebody who is not quite at that high potential, um, I'll say, level. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about what the distinctions might be? So the primary thing that I see is the access, access to the information that we, you guys are sharing on a weekly basis on the show as well as what I have in the book. So access to additional training, insights, mentors, all of those things that you need to really go to the next level, the high potentials get access to that. According to the Harvard Business Review, only 5% of employees are considered high potentials, and they get the access, and the other 95% of people don't receive that same access. So the high potentials, it's a self fulfilling prophecy, right? They get invested in and they grow at a higher or more rapid rate than the rest. So that's really, I think, the distinction between the two is the amount of investment that the organizations are putting into the individuals to help them grow and succeed and be mm-hmm. successful. And so, uh, so Marion, it sounds like that in your career, were, were you identified as a, as a high potential? Sometimes they call them hypos. Yes, I was identified as a hypo early on in my career. At the time, I didn't understand what was happening or, you know, or what they were doing. But as I, t- 
time went on, I started to see, wow, I'm getting access to a lot of information that the others are not getting uh, within the organization. So it started to, you know, change my lens a little bit. And as I continued to grow as a leader, I started investing in other people and sharing the insights and the tools and the mindset that I was giving, given and was developing with others. So I actually started leading one of our employee resource groups and created a, uh, a program called Owning Your Career Workshop, where I traveled the country with a couple of our HR leaders and taught people how to take ownership of their huh. careers. And so it was, it's always been something that's been very important to me, and right. I think it comes from my background. So let me ask you this, because you know, we're going to get into some of your four areas, but given that we have a, all have an interest in emotional intelligence, what, was, you know, uh, what do you think you did that separated you? Again, you said the 5%, which is an interesting stat as a hypo. What characteristics did you demonstrate that allowed you to be selected as a hypo? Well, I think there are three key things. Number one, I always deliver. So performance and being able to deliver at the job that you're already doing is the gateway, right? That's the foundation. If you're not doing that, you're never going to be considered a high potential. The second thing is I always remain persistent. So I always look for opportunities in my obstacles. So if something came up, Marion was going to find a solution. So that gave people confidence that this person could lead or this guy could lead, and then always looking to continue to grow and develop. I invest in myself all the time. I call it the excellence mindset. If I'm at 100%, how do I get to 110? If I'm at 110, how do I get to 120? So being able to demonstrate those characteristics uh, is what I think got me tapped as a high potential. When you started to organize your thoughts around helping others. Were you already acting in the capacity of an executive coach, or was that a purposeful career becoming an executive coach? It's a great question. No, actually, um, I was not uh, an executive coach at the time. So when I started to really invest in people, I was, um, you know, moving up the corporate ladder. I was an executive, and I joined the employee resource group. So I've always been uh, very active in mentoring and developing young people as well as other people within the organization. But when I took over the employee resource group and I saw the big gap, so when I took over, I asked the the constituents, I said, what do you guys need? And they kept saying consistently, Marion, everyone tells us we need to own our careers, but we don't know what that looks like. And so I really started to develop mentoring programs. I created the Owning Your Career Workshop around helping people to create developmental plans and all of those things. So that was one of the things that I was like, hmm, this isn't just something that I, um, I enjoy doing. It's something I'm good at. And so I wanted to continue to develop. Uh, as I was saying before, I'm always looking to grow. And I was like, what can I do to enhance what I already have naturally and make myself an expert in the area? And that's when I started seeking out executive coaching training. And then, Marion, that's where, that's where we had met, as we mentioned, you know, through the College of Executive Coaching. Um, so tell me a, a little bit, when you look through the literature, and I like how kind of well-researched uh, your book is, 
And then all of us try to make sense of the world. You know, we, a lot of things we know from the neuroscientists that we are kind of prediction machines. We're constantly trying to predict and kind of put things in order. And, and so as you did that around a lot of the literature and then your own experience, you came up with, with four keys, and it's got a nice alliteration because they all begin with the same letter. So say a little bit about how you, how you came up with that. So the, uh, what I was trying to do is I wanted to make something that was applicable and easy for people to understand, but really focusing on the four areas uh, that will accelerate or derail your career at some point. So the first one is around performance and looking at the impact of emotional intelligence versus IQ. And we all know that it's 80, 70 to 80% is around EQ and only about 10 to 20% uh, or 20 to 30% is around IQ. And what I tell people is think of it this way. There are a lot of smart people out there, but there are not a lot of emotionally intelligent people out there because most people don't even really understand the definition of emotional intelligence. And so I really wanted to talk to people about that. I feel that's the foundation to success in your career as well as personally. And then the second one is around perceptions, driving the right perceptions. The third one is around positioning, uh, how to make sure that you are surrounded by the right types of people and you have the right plans in place. And then the third one, uh, fourth one is around persistence. No matter how good you are, obstacles will come. What separates average from exceptional careers is the ability to find opportunities in your obstacles. And so I show the what, why, and how in all four categories. And, and then your book is kind of loaded with... with um you know, some examples and some how-to uh, aspects about that. So uh, we're going to take our, our next break, and then we'll come back and we can dive a little deeper uh, into the, the four Ps, performance, perception, positioning, and persistence. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Don't go away. We'll be right back. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business. listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking to Marion Brooks about his new book, and uh, Marion, let me just bring us back on the concept of emotional intelligence and how you frame them, and a lot of it has to do with your experiences growing up. You talked a little bit about Sunshine, your very loving uh, grandmother, Tell us how you frame emotional intelligence and what experiences in life got you focused on that subject. So it's a great question. So my definition of emotional intelligence is the ability to manage yourself and your environment more effectively to get better outcomes. Uh, I usually tell people, if you think about it in just a very simple term, is bringing down the emotion and bringing up the thinking. So for me, um, I talked about my grandmother, as you said, but what most people don't know about me, you know, know, with my success and all the degrees, is that I was really discounted early on because of who my parents were. My mother was a single mom with three children and three uh, different fathers, and my father has 11 children by 10 different women. So I was told that I had very limited uh, opportunities based on that. And that's where my grandmother came in, and she shifted, and she had an incredible emotional intelligence. Um, and she told me that, no, the only limits are the limits that you accept uh, for yourself. No one can give you limits unless you accept those limits. And so really having that frame coming uh, up as a child and growing up, I was able to look at situations a little differently based on the example I received from her around emotional intelligence and managing my environment more effectively. That is just an amazing context if you think about, you know, you talk about challenges and overcoming them and the use of emotional intelligence in doing that, and that is such a powerful story, Mary, and it's very powerful because a lot of people in in corporate America today um, don't manage their careers, and I have a Um, a client recently who came to me and said, you know, I thought I was on track. Um, And I realized without even doing anything, I've off track. And I think your book would speak to him 
Because what you're saying is you have to always be in a position of, if you will, self-development, self-positioning, and perceiving when to make those moves and to get that, if you will, emotional intelligence from your environment um, and get it really, really centered on you, like knowing yourself and knowing your environment and knowing when to make those choices. Because just sitting still in today's corporate environment isn't going to get you anywhere. Absolutely. I tell people that old uh, thought process of I'll keep my head down and work hard, it will not get you promoted. It will get you lost. Exactly. And that's a powerful concept because if you think about your childhood and you think about what you learned, you learned quickly that if you wanted to get ahead, that you had a lot of people, literally people, siblings, um, people in your life that you had to compete with. And I know that that sounds a little dramatic, but the reality is all of us in corporate America have to compete. And if we're not putting ourselves at a competitive advantage, as Relly said, by being a hypo, then you are not going to get anywhere. And I think that is a great foundation for talking about the four keys uh, and I'm sure our audience would love to hear about them. Absolutely. So as I said, the first one is around performance and the impact and difference between emotional intelligence and IQ, the 80% emotional intelligence, the 20% IQ. And one of the key components to that, as you were just describing, is self-awareness. So many people think that it's something else or something outside of them that is holding them back when it's really their lack of awareness of how they're showing up and the impact of their actions on their environment and on their careers. So that's really, for me, the the linchpin to overarching success is that emotional intelligence. And for me, Relly was one of the people who really helped me to crystallize emotional intelligence and not just the concept, but how to apply the concept. So over my career as a high potential, I was, you know, we heard about emotional intelligence, but I never really understood the four main quadrants and where I had areas of opportunity and where I was strong. So now understanding those things, I'm able to be in the moment, understand that I've been triggered, you know, I, I teach about, the, how, you know, identifying your triggers and then what to do in the moment to make sure that you maintain control of yourself and that you manage your environment more effectively. So that's the linchpin. If you're able to do that and if people take nothing else away from my book but increase their emotional intelligence, identify their triggers, and know how to perform or to adjust in the moment, that is the biggest win that they could have in their careers. The second one is around positioning. Oh, go ahead, Relly. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's that's great because I'm I'm looking at your book now, and it's funny that you said that around self-awareness because the part that I was looking at, and I think it may help just our um, audience, is around triggers. That if you know if you don't know where you're going, if most of us are on autopilot, like you know, and if you stay on autopilot and some of those things aren't working, but in your book you kind of talk about a trigger, and it's you know something that activates your amygdala and creates a feeling of fight or flight. And then it's, it, what I liked is you identified some of your triggers. Maybe you can just say a word about what kind of gets you off the mark that now you're able to. And you mentioned, you know, my main triggers are incompetence, dishonesty, bullying. 
not that you are incompetent, but maybe, you know, it's a trigger is not is seeing others that are incompetent. Maybe just say a word about that and then, and how do you catch yourself? So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a, a funny uh, question, but it's a great question because what people think is like, oh, when you understand emotional intelligence and you are, you know, have studied it, that now you don't have any issues. And I still have my triggers. So when I'm interacting with someone, and I, what I consider incompetence is not someone making a mistake, but when someone continues to make the same mistake and are unwilling to actually make any adjustments or take any feedback. So I get frustrated because I'm a performer and I like to deliver. So one of the things that I realize is that that's an issue for me. So when I see that happening, I'm like, okay, so how does that manifest in my body? And I know I start to get agitated. My voice may rise uh, an octave or two, and my foot starts to shake. At that point, I know I'm about to go off track, and I'm going to be in an amygdala hijack. So what I do is I start asking myself questions that will uh, activate my prefrontal cortex complex thinking and problem-solving part of my brain. So how do I maintain leadership in this situation? How do I ensure that I don't get off track and become a derailer to what I'm trying to accomplish as my ultimate goal? Just by asking myself those questions, I'm able to bring down my emotions and bring up the thinking so I can maintain uh, the focus on getting to the ultimate objective that I'm trying to accomplish. You know, one of the, the tools that we talked about is that emotional audit. You know, when you're, and you did a great job describing what's going on in your body, and then you need to step back and say, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What do I truly want in this situation? And then the key question is, how am I getting in my way? And then now what do I need to do differently? And you can do that in, you know, 10 seconds. In 10 seconds, and I learned that from you. <laughs> so, uh, and I apply it, and now I teach it as well. Um, but uh, working with you th- uh, through the certification, I was just really compelled on those simple things that you were teaching us and how to do it, as you said, in 10 seconds to get back on track and make sure that you can maintain control of the environment. So, when you're starting out with a client, Marion, what is it that you that you kind of uh, position with them to get started? Well, the first thing I want to understand is what is the challenge or the opportunity that is facing them, that brought them to me? Because usually when people seek out coaching personally uh, or on their own, they're usually faced with a challenge. They're either stuck or they've taken on a new assignment or they have um, an objective that they want to accomplish and they need support or help to get there. So I really focus on understanding exactly what it is that they need or that they're trying to accomplish. And then the next thing that I do is I go through um, emotional intelligence. So I really want to understand where are the areas of opportunity, what is their thought process as far as uh, the four quadrants, and then how are they showing up in each one of them. So I do the basic um, evaluation on EQ, and then we do a deeper one. And then I use that as the foundation for the coaching as we go forward because usually when people are getting off track, it goes back to one of the four quadrants, and we're able to build that as the foundation for all of the um, growth and acceleration that they will experience. Well, thanks for that, uh, Marion. So um, say a little bit about the perception. So we've talked about the performance, and that's the EI versus you know, emotional intelligence versus IQ, 
and then the perception, and that's kind of the perception that people are having of the of the individual or the performer. Yeah, so that's the perception. So all of us have a brand, and this is around branding. And I know people. some people say, oh, I'm not a brand, but you are a brand. You have a brand whether you like it or not. And you have the opportunity to drive the narrative or let the narrative be driven by others. So there are three adjectives, three things that people think about you when they think when your name is mentioned, when you're not in the room. What are those three adjectives? And so what I do in this section of the book is I teach people how to identify the three adjectives that are most important for where they are and where they want to go and then how to drive that narrative. And it's not a hard Mm -hmm. thing to do, but you have to be conscious and you have to be intentional about it. So that's that component. The other is the power of showing up with confidence. Confident people are questioned less and promoted more. And then the third component in that in the perception section is the power of your packaging, how you dress, how you show up, and how that impacts how you are received and how your message is received. Within the first in the first within the first seven seconds of someone seeing you, they evaluate you and they determine if you are credible or not, if you're valuable or not. You have the power to drive that narrative based simply on how you show up. Eighty percent of people don't understand the value of that, and it's hurting them. Wow, I'm I'm blown away, Mary, and I'm loving everything that you're saying. I just want to take us to a quick break, and then we'll be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. Don't go away. the markets up or down or if you're looking to improve your portfolio our experts are ready to talk to you call now toll free 866-472-5790 that's 866-472-5790 voice america business network leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence? so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. 
That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. We're talking with um, um, Marion Brooks here. And so, Marion, as we're coming back, we wanted to kind of cover a couple of the other areas because we talked about performance, we talked about perception. So say a little bit in the little bit of time we got about positioning and, and persistence. So, yes, with positioning, um, it's really around how to play chess versus checkers with your career. So chess players have a mindset of being four to five steps ahead if you're going to be successful in that game, whereas checker players are responding to what just happened, uh, reacting to just what just happened. So this section of the book is really around career development and how to turn mentors into sponsors and the difference and the value of that. And then uh, with the persistence, it's really how to adjust when something happens. And if you have a great plan and you've done all the work, you're going to be in a good position, but things are going to happen, and how do you find the opportunities in the obstacles, and that's what's really going to help to drive you and your career to the next level. So, Marion, tell our audience how they can pick up a copy of your book and how they can get in touch with you. So you can pick up the book at Amazon. It's actually already a number one and a bestseller. The book is on back order because it's sold out on day one of the launch, uh, but you can get it there. You can also get the book on my website a little faster right now than Amazon uh, at MarionEbrooks.com, M-A-R-I-O-N-E-B-R-O-O-K-S. And you can also reach me uh, on all social media channels as well as YouTube at MarionEbrooks. Fantastic. You know, Relly and I are working on a new book for uh, release. Uh, in either late 2019 or early 2020, and, and it's called Emotional Brilliance, Living a Fearless Life. And we're wondering if you might be able to answer just one, one little question for us in some of the time that we have left, given your, your focus uh, on high performers and high potentials and these wonderful four keys that you've been outlining during the show. And that is, how would you describe an emotionally brilliant person? It's a great question. For me, an emotionally brilliant person is someone that does not expect to be perfect at all times, but is mm-hmm. able to identify when they have gone off track and either adjust in the moment or reflect after the situation and make better decisions in the future. That's the key to me is being aware, being in control, and even when you're not in control, recognizing that you're not, and then being able to adjust moving forward. Wow. Again, you know, you're just blowing me away during this interview, Marion. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I, I love what you just said because it is about not being perfect. Nobody's perfect. No, none of us are perfect, and that's where I think people get off track when they think about emotional intelligence. It's about being perfect. No, it's about being aware and then making better decisions as you move forward and always understanding that opportunities are there. And and I love, Marion, what you're you're saying, and I think as we are interviewing folks, you know, for our book, you know, I I think uh, we'll put down just that uh, definition you had because I think everybody, when we hear it, it's kind of a new way for us to describe this emotionally brilliant. Everybody's going to have a little different definition. 
But I like what, exactly what you're saying, and I think what, a lot of times what we end up talking about, it's all about awareness and adjustment. And if you're not aware in the moment, you're not going to be able to adjust in the moment. So I like what you said, you know, in the moment, do not expect to be perfect. And so that changes the questions you ask to yourself and also some of the results that you get. Absolutely. Well, so let me uh, ask you one of the other questions that we have, because you did talk about uh, Sunshine and a little bit about your uh, experience, but in in this idea of emotional brilliance, you know, trying to take it to the next level around emotional intelligence, is there one experience that kind of jumps out to you where you learn the most about your uh, emotions? And Kathy and I have kind of shared that on other shows, but is something that jumps out as we're talking about that or when you learn the most about your, your emotions? For me, I think there was an, a situation where I know, knew that I had grown in my emotional intelligence. So at the time, I was a sales manager, and I was managing a team in the New York area uh, as a sales leader, and I wanted to get into marketing. I have a marketing degree, as you said, uh, as undergraduate, and I wanted to get into marketing. So I'm meeting with one of my mentors, and I'm talking to him about my long-term goal is to be a head of marketing within the organization and ultimately a franchise head. And he says to me, Marion, uh, that's going to be a little difficult for you for a couple of reasons. Number one, you're coming from sales, and number two, you're African-American, and neither are looked at as strategic in this organization. So I paused and I thought and I said, okay, how do I respond to this versus reacting to this and how do I stay open to learning? Because he wasn't trying to help me. He was giving, I mean, hurt me. He was trying to help me and give me his perspective. So I was able to ask him some questions and then I started rattling off all of the things that I was doing that were strategic. And he said, Marion, you're preaching to the choir. What you have to do is make sure that you convince them of that, not me. And so I took that opportunity versus, you know, getting upset and running to HR or talking about and thinking about how unfair I was being treated to how do I change the narrative? How do I add strategic to the three adjectives that people have around me in perceptions? And I eventually became the first African-American man to become a head of marketing within the organization. So I think that was one of the key things where I was like, wow, I'm really growing because there was a great opportunity for me to become a victim, but I identified an opportunity for it to become a way to victory. Marion, that is so example. powerful, very powerful. It's not only powerful from the perspective of, of being a person of color, but in terms of gender, with all the Me Too that's going on nowadays, it is a strong message as well for all genders. I will tell yes. you that having had similar situations for myself, I could have done the same, but like you, I chose to change the narrative. And mm-hmm. what a powerful way for us to conclude today's interview with Marion Brooks. Please, everyone who's listening, you need a copy of this book. So do us all a favor and help us become emotionally intelligent, and if you would please read that book, What You Don't Know is Hurting You, Four Keys to a Phenomenal Career. Marion, what a pleasure. Well, thank you, Kathy and Relly. I really appreciate you guys having me on today. I had a blast, so thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. 
Thanks, Marion. This is a great show. And so tune in again to Leadership Development News uh, for next week when we have another, you know, exciting conversation. This is uh, Leadership Development News. We'll talk to you again. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.